Lead Time is a weekly dose of leadership insights and interviews from Tim Allman and Jake Bessling. Lead Time is for any leader living in a busy world, looking to be inspired, equipped, and empowered to lead others to their fullest potential. This is Lead Time. Welcome to Lead Time, uh, where we believe that eternities are changed when you make the choice to grow. This is episode two, two parts, uh, talking about this book right here, The Journey of the Soul by Bill and Christie. Maybe some of you even went out and got it between last week and this week. Today, we're going to stages four through six, the second half of life. The first half of life is about the ego being built up. You hit a wall, second half of life is really the journey of the cross. Pick up your cross. You become more by becoming less. You die to yourself and are raised up anew in in Jesus. So to summarize the Christ acronym, why don't you take us through it all the way up to where we're at today? Yeah, three things. We talked about confidence in Jesus Christ for the C. The H, help in discipleship and C-H-R, responsibility in your life and ministry to give yourself over, but bam, you hit the wall, it's too big. Jesus must pick you up, you must surrender life, and he will carry you over, and new life continues to go through this up and down journey yeah. as you head to stage four, which is now, I love this one, the, the inner journey. Inner journey, the inner journey. So getting stopped at the wall evokes emotional distress. And if we take courage to share our emotions, this is a big if, If we take courage to share our emotions, our struggles, our sins with people with which we feel safe with, safe people, and then in prayer, we'll come into a new intimacy. So you know you're in uh, maybe stage four if you're using that term regularly. Yes, even you guys. I am yearning for more and more intimacy with the Father. God is not just Father, Holy Other. He's Abba Father, one who's close, one who carries us. This is the inner journey. This is where you start confessing sins to other brothers and sisters in Christ, uh, maybe a spouse, a pastor. You feel pressure to measure up, but now you find joy in the simple presence of Jesus. So instead of making that your identity, you're like, yeah, I can get to work. I can do my purpose, my vocation. But Jesus is right there along the way, giving me the purpose, not that act. You're becoming super comfortable in looking at your story as a young person, right? And saying, why have I responded or reacted the way that I have consistently? Could be you walk through a divorce or some sort of a struggle relationally. And you go back to that wounded young little one, you know, and you give yourself a hug. And more than that, you say, you know what? Jesus was there. Like you say, where is God? No, no, no. Jesus was there most especially in your hardest moments that shaped you. And now you're moving it from seeing it as a deficit, that experience as a deficit, but now it's an asset. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, tell us about your story. Because uh, we, we in this stage, we learned to let our heart for Jesus oh, yeah. kind of hang out there. Is that more emotional then? or? Yeah, no, and I... I don't even want to say like where I am because kind of going back, uh, there are times when I'm, I'm at stage one and other times when I'm prone to maybe responsibilities. And But I'd say the last, I don't know, three, four years, I think a, a turning point for me and my story was um, my wife's uh, journey with cancer and kind of what is this, what is this going to look like? And um, so probably over the last five, six years now, becoming more comfortable crying. I do, an, I do kind of a, 
I'm a type A kind of driven, whatever, and it is what it is. And so I gotta, I gotta work with what the Lord kind of put in my heart. But, but doing an audit every single week to say, when was the last time I cried? And I, I don't have goals around how many times I cry or anything like that. You know, that'd be silly. You are so driven. I have to cry six times. <laughs> but, but I do. I'm gonna look back on this week and say I'll remember this moment of letting myself go and cry at uh, the awe and wonder at the goodness of God through our La Mesa team and hearing them cast vision to to build tiny houses and then just going back 13 years to when our journey started um, with the table at Bethlehem in Colorado and just saying, wow, God, like this is un, unreal how good you are and just like, just letting it go. It's awesome. Yeah, it, the, making me process that as well. I think I cry the most, yeah, alone. Um, and over worship songs, mm-hmm. just in this inner journey, like this song just kind of ruminates over my spirit. And then I think about the goodness of God over the last couple stages and his faithfulness. Yeah. In this stage though, the inner journey, the roadblocks, denial of emotion. So you're like, ah, I'm going to fight this. That's not very cool. Uh, we may need to develop and explore our own family wounds. You know, yeah. did you not see that emotion as a kid? Um, and that's shaped you. We're open to exploring the deeper why around why we feel the way we feel. Um, and, and maybe you're not open to that and that would be a roadblock in this stage. You need to go there. You need to analyze self. You need to analyze how you're made, how you're made. So I analyze how I was kind of theologically formed. Okay. Now I love, I love our Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod tradition. But one of the struggles is early on in the Lutheran mind, I just think of think of one of the first classes I took. We want to form your your mind. The there Lutheran was heart. the Lutheran, <laughs> yeah, right. The Lutheran mind class where I learned um, feelings are to be questioned, and it's and, and it had a good intent. Don't get me wrong; like God doesn't care about how close you feel to Him. He's coming to you unconditionally. So it was kind of a, a reaction to evangelical theology. I made this choice. I'm ascending the mountain. It's all about my feelings. Praise. But, but it's in the Bible. But it's in the it's Bible. So Jesus, you in this stage, learn to see Jesus as the feeler. Talk to us about Jesus, a feeler. I love you. Look at the gospels. Look at the Bible. Jesus displayed 39 different times in the text different emotions, 39 different emotions, Mm. highs and lows were clearly expressed. Anger, sadness, joy, peace, love, uh, compassion. Number one emotion, you just said it, compassion. And the Hebrew word for compassion is literally the safety of the womb. Jesus's gut was torn open. And so you learn to relate to Jesus as this compassionate, lover of your soul that keeps you that keeps you safe unconditionally. If you look at Jesus's life um, in his journey on earth, his prayer uh, was consistent. Abba, I belong to you. Um, he had to think back, I believe, on the moment of baptism, mm-hmm. which was his identity, but still carried him through the day um, and the Mount of Transfiguration where this is my son, in whom I love, in whom I'm well pleased. And I love John Eldridge and his, some of his books. He always said, that means for us, you're not only loved, but he likes you too. Yeah, I love that. You're loved. Okay, I get it. He likes hanging out with you. Yeah. He likes your yeah. um, 
idiosyncrasies. He, yeah. he likes your quirks. He yeah. likes how he made you. Yeah, so some of your spiritual disciplines are saying things like, Abba, I belong to you. I am yours, or I love this one. And Bill talks about his journey of saying this one simple phrase, Christ is risen. risen Christ is risen. Oh, literally, Christ right. is risen. What? Like everything has been changed. So you're developing those kind of simple phrases that ruminate on your, your soul. And then you find yourself probably going through your day more with an awareness of God's, God's presence. This is stage four, the inner journey. Stage five is now spirit-led ministry. We learn to serve in a new way, not working for God. He doesn't really need our service in our own strength, but by working with God. He's right there with you. He's given you everything that you have and it's uh, in Jesus's easy teaching. So in our office area on the Gilbert campus, we've got this sign that's been there for years. You remember, you know what it says? Bring it for Jesus. Bring it for Jesus. I've wanted to switch one word for like years and years and with. years. Bring it with Jesus. This is spirit-led ministry. So some of the characteristics are more of our masks from the wall continue to come off. There's more continuity in your journey consistency in character. Like I don't have to be, and this is, this is good. Like the Tim and I, I, you'd have to check with my wife on this, but the Tim that for the most part that you see, you know, day in, day out, as we've worked together over the last eight years now is for the most part, the same Tim that goes home and hangs out with his wife and kids. Yeah. You know, there's consistency. Go ahead. Oh, you know where I am. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're continuing in the uh, spirit led ministry uh, GPS for hearing from God. Yeah. GPS is God's word, um, providence, and spirit impressions. So we, we could have a whole podcast actually yeah. just on that one thing. How do you know yeah. God's word? And a lot of times in the early stages God's of voice. your journey, God's voice, we kind of simplify it and say, just right here, right here. Well, not every life experience is God going to say, you should do this. You're at A, you need to get to Z. Here is your respective roadmap. And so you learn to combine, yes, the foundation is God's word, but you also have this like, I am being carried. There's this kind of providential journey that I'm a part of. And then I'm listening, connected to the word. I'm listening for the spirit's voice. Yes, in the word, but yes, through other trusted friends, the body of Christ, the spirit of Christ that lives within the body of Christ. So that's our GPS for hearing God's word and really taking great next steps. Uh, it's his word, providence, and spirit impressions. Yeah, and in this spirit-led ministry time, the roadblock is the dark night of the soul. Mm. The dark night is not because of sin, lack of spiritual disciplines or depression or another problem. Instead, God is purposefully withdrawing the felt sense of yeah. his love to mature us. This helps us to learn to trust in his loving presence of God. Even when we don't feel him and we're in difficult situations. And like Henry Nowen said, we learn to become the wounded healer that God is using these dark nights in order to bless others and really mature us in faith. So, you know, you're at the uh, spirit led ministry journey stage if you recognize, you know, the spirit of uh, the wind of the Holy Spirit is always blowing. He says this a number of times in the book, and I just got to hoist my sails. 
The wind of the Spirit's always blowing, and I just want to hoist my sails and be carried along by him into stage six. Yes. Now, this is spectacular. I want to live. Now, I'm not, I'm not here, but man, this is the goal over my lifetime. A life of legacy is into stage six, which is a transforming union, a transforming union. Define it. Our life and work become increasingly about practicing the presence of the Trinity in all we do 24-7. It's joyfully united with Jesus Christ we are more able to love all people, even our enemies. That is maturity in Jesus right there. Characteristics, our sole goal, our mission is to bring glory to God by loving as many people as possible. Man, that is the good life right there. We live with a contagious life of hate, no, of love to love all people. We learn to dance the dance of love for all, you wake up and you think about love. You go to bed, you think about love. You, you're in a moment um, of ang- anger. No, you, you reflect, say, what, what is that all about, Jesus? It's about love. Yeah, yeah. I um, am thinking about last night. This has been a wild week. I'm not gonna go through the amount of uh, times I've been talking this this week. It's It's been a yeah, lot, right? And-, and so I know I'm around... I know I'm on the second half of life in many respects, and I'm kind of teetering between the inner journey and kind of this transforming union. But as I move toward the transforming union, really in spirit-led ministry, I'm trusting in the Holy Spirit. So case in point, last night I did about 30 minutes of prep five days ago before teaching confirmation. Do you know how many minutes I had to prep before going for an hour and a half and leading confirmation? Two and a half. Two, two minutes. <laughs> yeah. And all I really had was two things. I was saying last the week before. All I really had was two things. And we're going to see, Holy Spirit, what, what you want to do. It's really a, a it's, fun place yeah, to be. Yeah. And, and it's not procrastination or it's not just being loosey-goosey, but it's really, you've done some prep. And then what does God want to do in the moment? And a lot of times, that sometimes it's better, better. than the PowerPoint. It's, it's better. better than the video. It's from the heart. Um, and I had, and so this is so, this is so crazy. I had like, four or five points that were playing off of the spirit moving in the room as we were talking that I don't know where they came from. Yeah, God. The Holy Spirit, like, so my whole life now is a life of learning and adventure and I'm in community, I'm safe. And now I just want to, Holy Spirit, I want to be more and more um, aligned with your will. And then you hear us saying the Holy Spirit a lot in this mysterious journey. A lot more, I bet, than most Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod churches would talk about the Holy Spirit. This is all empowered. The book of Acts, it's the acts of the Holy Spirit. If we're the early church, you know, if, if, if the, the book of Acts is our playbook, like we want to become more in tune with the Holy Spirit. You're going to say something. Well, yeah, and think about Jesus. You know, I don't think he woke up and said, hmm, I, need, I didn't yeah, do the research or I need to do an hour worth of research in order to go talk to the disciples and have right. a lecture about the seeds and the kingdom and the farmers. You check, know. check, 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 check. However, in the early stages of life, dude was a dude. He was a kid. He yeah, went to Torah school. So in these earlier stages, to get to stage six, you are embedded in the word. Yeah, You are inquisitive. You are studying. We can only walk into a room and, and ask the Holy Spirit to, to move us throughout the word because we've been in it for a while. We've been formed. We've been formed. We're still being so formed. This isn't like on stage one, I'm trying to do this transformation union. Um, that would be unwise. Unwise, unwise. Because <laughs> that's where false theology creeps in, making stuff up, um, interpreting scripture with just your own thoughts. So just, just in my own psyche, just thinking about, wow, 
It's about having been in the word for so long. Um, I think of Mother Teresa. Um, I think of Billy Graham, um, St. Francis of Assisi, Luther, uh, Ignatius, just at some point in their journey, seeing them in the transformation union mm-hmm. where they just have these writings about hearing from the spirit, mm-hmm. giving their life away to serve the least lost and lonely and just talking to God all the time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> wow. And that looks pretty raw and real. Yeah. It's not like, you, I think sometimes you can say, if you're in the transforming union, you've achieved perfection. Give me a break. No, you're like, it's more articulate about your struggle. Yeah, exactly. Man, I'm really sensitive. More vulnerability. God's, God, or I'm, I'm, I'm being tempted right now. Yeah. Or I, I need to cry right now and struggle with this as a team. Exactly. And then I think more quickly calling upon the name of the Lord exactly um, through, through the ups and downs. So imagine if more people went on this sort of a journey. If we started to talk about, oh, you're at the Christ stage, the, the help stage, you're growing in your responsibilities. It's okay. You're, you're at the wall. And now this faith was just been out there is going to become more internalized. Like the Holy Spirit lives within me. I need the word. And then you're going to start living in the sweet rhythms of grace, spirit-led ministry. And then... Maybe the Lord wants you to just have this transforming union where you're just being carried by the Holy Spirit. I think of, again, the book of Acts. These guys experienced, they had a fast track experience with Jesus and then with the Holy Spirit. And in Acts chapter nine, you've got Philip. I love it. He's just carrying along. And the Spirit says, run up to that guy and tell him, uh, just ask him a question. So you know what you're reading? Can I get out? No, how can I know unless someone explains it to me, the Ethiopian eunuch? And so he hops up in there and then the Holy Spirit says, well, this guy's connected to the word. Can he be baptized? Yes, there's some water. Boom, baptized. And then he's carried off. The Spirit takes him right up and out of that experience to another experience. Unbelievable. So you read the book of Acts. Peter's not, when he makes these declarations in Acts chapter two, Acts chapter three, Acts chapter four, in the midst of the same people who put Jesus to death, he's not saying, oh, I think I should be looking at my notes right now. Oh, now's the time. No, nah, he's just speaking about his experience. He has this transforming union. Why? Pentecost, the Holy Spirit fell upon them and they could connect the dots and, and boldly share the gospel message of Jesus. We need more people to go on this journey. Yeah, so no matter where you are, Jesus is right there with you and he's leading you through this journey. Just continue every day to surrender to him. As we close, this is the fourth water spirituality uh, by Teresa of, of Jesus. Yep. Yeah. I think it's St. Teresa of Assisi is an, another, yeah, but they, she also has another name called Teresa of Jesus. Avila? Avila. Um, it could be Teresa of Avila. Av- Frankly, yeah. we don't know. It's some <laughs> Teresa it up, lady. First water in the C and H stages, the first two, um, uh, get we out get a bucket. bucket and I'm thinking of an orange bucket at Home Depot okay. <laughs> and begin to draw up water from a well. Got, got the well, the source of life from Jesus and you got the bucket going down. You're drawing the water, begin to carry the water on that, in that bucket at a time to our friends and family. It's a journey you're going. So that's the first water. This is four types of water. The second water is this. This is the R stage. We build a water wheel to more effectively carry the water to aqueducts to, to give water to fields and to people. And then there's a stage when there is absolutely no water. This is the wall with the wall. No water flows. Even though we crank the wheel harder and harder and harder, what used to provide water no longer provides water. The third water is? Yeah, I, I love this water third thing. <laughs> we find a new water source and it's the Holy Spirit. 
Yeah. And that's the, the, the stage that you're going through there the with the journey. Holy Spirit, with the inner journey of the I. And then the fourth water is in the S, the Spirit-led ministry, as well as in the transforming union stages. The Spirit sends a gentle and consistent rain. This is the most optimal because it requires the least amount of effort and strain. So that is a wonderful book. Bill, I hope you get the chance to listen to how awesome, now the Spirit of God is in you. Continue to bless other people, grab journey of the soul, and you are leader, filled with the Holy Spirit, and that leads you to change eternities. Buy the book, read it, buy it for a friend, sit down with them, and talk about where you're at and where Jesus is leading you, sharing is caring. I am Tim. This is Jake. This is, no, I'm Jake. This is Tim. <laughs> I had had yet, uh, had yet, Tim. This is Lead Time. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Peace. Peace. You have been listening to Lead Time with Tim and Jake. You can subscribe on your favorite platform where you listen to podcasts or by visiting christgreenfield.church forward slash CGTV. Thanks for listening. Tune in next Friday for another episode of Lead Time.